Yo, 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 Big D here on a beautiful Friday afternoon in Estero. And uh, you know what time it is. It's time for the latest and greatest issue of the Big D podcast. Before I tell you my super, yes, super wildcard quarterback rankings and picks, please subscribe, like, and share the Spunky Spectrum Sports YouTube page where you can critique me. You can... How me how you would rank the quarterbacks playing on Super Wildcard Weekend, whether you agree or disagree with my picks. I'm up for debate on any. Also, check out the Big D podcast on Spotify and Apple. Well, the longest regular season in NFL history is over, and you know what that means? It's time for the longest wildcard weekend in NFL history. So Three days, six games, two on Saturday, three on Sunday, and, a, and the first ever Monday night playoff game. That is one super wild card weekend. So, um, let me tell you this. I can't wait for this weekend. I don't know what to expect. I think these games are going to be crazy. I think you could see some wild swings. There will be upsets. There's always... An upset or two on Wildcard Weekend. Lately, there have been a lot of road teams win. I mean, Brown fans remember winning last year in Pittsburgh. The Rams won in Seattle. Heck, the Bucks won three straight road games last year. So, there have been a lot of road teams. I mean, who can remember uh, three years ago when the Rams and Patriots both won road conference championship games over the Saints and Chiefs, respectively? And may happen again. <laughs> but uh, in terms of quarterbacks, let's start on the NFC first. And uh, you know who I'm picking number one. Let's see. He's only played in 10 Super Bowls, won seven of them. This year threw for 5,316 yards and 45 touchdowns. Oh, yeah, Tom Brady. I mean, does Tom Brady get better with age? What? He's like fine one. He's getting better with age. He's 44 years old, and yet the GOAT's in the MVP race. And, I mean, it doesn't matter who, who you take away from. Chris Godwin, gone. Antonio Brown, gone. Tom Brady's still putting up the yards. Now, yes, there's not really supposed to be great weather in Tampa. should be a lot of wind, a lot of rain, which could limit Tampa's Deep passing game, but Tom Brady's playing more bad weather games than anybody. I mean, he played in New England for almost all his career, so he's played in rain. He's played in wind. And uh, if it's a short passing game, so what? Deep passing game, so what? Tom Brady's the guy. We know what he's capable of doing. And generally in the playoffs, not always, Tom Brady... Comes up with the goods. And number two, maybe a little bit of a surprise with how well he's played, or maybe how poorly he's played the last couple weeks, but I think Matthew Stafford's in a real in a real dilemma. Because the LA Rams did not get him here to win the NMC West. They did not get him while over the weekend. The Ram LA got him to win Super Bowls. 
And for Stafford, the big number is not how many yards he throws. It's not how many touchdowns he throws. It's not how many interceptions he throws. It might be this this number, zero playoff wins. He's got a bagel. A bagel. Or maybe you some people like a donut. But um Matthew Stafford's gotta break the playoff chains because the Rams didn't get him for just five thousand yards see forty touchdowns. They they got him to win Super Bowls. And with the Super Bowl in LA, at least for the time being, Stafford's Stafford's gotta be the man. And we've seen the last couple of weeks where Stafford has not always been the man with seven and seven, including one in overtime against the Niners. So again, Stafford's got all the talent award, but can he get over the playoff chains and can he become the and can he regain the Matthew Stafford of early in the year when he was not just the MVP but the clear cut MVP. Number three, it may surprise you that I'm not going with Dak Prescott, but I think Colin Murray is a magician. He's like you remember as a kid when this pinball game came or Pac-Man and you were like Kyle Murray is like a pinball or Pac-Man. He, yeah. Defense, you could be in the right defense and literally don't have a prayer at stopping Kyle. He makes that oh my wild play, but Kyle, Kyle is so much fun to watch. Now, yes. Has he been the same since the ankle injury? No. Has Kyle Murray missed DeAndre Hopkins? Yes. Is Colin Murray short of playoff experience? Yes. But is he short of talent? No. And we've seen where some of these quarterbacks can step up in the big moment. And I think Colin Murray's got every bit of potential. Now, true. The Rams are the one team where Colin's struggling the most. One in five, bad interception to touchdown ratio, and a bad pass rating of what? 80? I think it's like 81. So. Kyler's got to be himself. He he can't afford mistakes because this is one of those games where one of these where these teams could get ahead seventeen nothing because the Rams and the Cardinals and Rams more like basketball team, teams where one team they can go on a seventeen nil run. So watch out. And number four in my NMCQ back quarterback rankings, Dak Prescott. I mean, what's not to like about Dak? I mean, capable pass. I mean, this year, the room for almost 4,500 yards, 37 touchdowns, 10 picks. And the way, and what I like about Dak's season is how he finished 13 touchdowns without a pick in his last four games. Now, true. Everybody may look at that five hundred five touchdown game last Saturday night against the Eagles, but Philly didn't really play with any intensity and really didn't play any starters. So I don't look too much in that game. But that's the capable leader. You know what you're going to get from him. Will he give you the wild plays of Colin Murray? Probably not. But will, Kyle, but will Dak make the 
dumb dumb interception late in the game? Probably not. Dak Dak is a really competent quarterback, and I think in this game, if the Cowboys' running game is not effective, and I'm not sure that Dallas can run the ball against that great San Francisco front seven. Dak could be asked to throw the ball 35, 40 times. So, and one other thing about Dak in his three playoff games, he's he's always been in one score games. So, if you're Dallas, you're playing at home against a really good 49er team. And you step up and lead because the guy on the other side proved last Jimmy Garoppolo proved last week what he could do. And yes, Garoppolo maybe takes more negativity than most, but how well did Jimmy G play in the clutch last week, making big throws? I mean, it seems like yesterday, but Jimmy Garoppolo and the Niners led Patrick Mahomes in the Chiefs in, in Miami. And I mean, you want to? How about the these stats for Jimmy G? Thirty-eight hundred yards, twenty touchdowns. He had twelve picks, but he's got. But he's won four games against playoff teams, and if you look at it, one one possession loss, two walk-off field goal losses against the Titans and and Packers. So. There's always a team that can win that a wild card team that you don't want to play. This year it's the Niners, and Jimmy G could be the reason. You've got Elijah Mitchell, you've got Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayu, George Kittle, and a team capable of winning multiple games. Doesn't matter if it's in Arlington, Green Bay, LA, Tampa. The 49ers are dangerous. And who would want to play them? And, la- and last, uh, Jalen Hurts. And it's not because Jalen Hurts is a bad quarterback. I actually really like Jalen Hurts. It's that, well, you look at it, Philly's the seventh seed. They're on the road. supposed to be rainy, w- rainy, windy, crappy weather in Tampa. And Hurts just doesn't have a whole lot of playoff experience. And, yes, Kyler, uh, yeah, other guys like Kyler and Matthew Stafford have won playoff games. But those guys got better Ross. Philly's big underdog in Tampa. And be honest, I think the Eagles surprised a lot of people making the playoffs. And yes, the Eagles are a great running team, and Jalen Hurts a huge reason for that. But Jalen Hurts will have to be more of a passer in this game. I mean, retro almost 800 yards. And bring plenty of eggs. And yes. Jalen Hurts maybe doesn't have a lot of NFL playoff experience, but he does have plenty of college football playoff experience from his time at Alabama. So he won't be totally, he won't be totally overwhelmed by this moment. In fact, I think Hurts played, I think Hurts might have been the starting quarterback when Deshaun Watson and Clemson played Alabama in the 2017 National Championship game in, in Raymond James Stadium, no less. So maybe he'll have better better memories from Sunday. But now I'm in the AFC, and uh, I've got a surprise for you. I'm not putting Patrick Mahomes first. 
I've got Josh Allen frozen. Josh Allen's one of my favorite players to watch. He could run the ball. He could throw the ball. Heck, he could probably catch the ball if the Bills needed him. But Josh Allen, I'm not sure there's a guy with a strong arm I've seen since maybe Dan Marino. Josh Allen has got so much arm talent. And is there a better quarterback for Sydney than Josh Allen? Because you could play in a hurricane. You could play in a, you could play in a blizzard. You could play in a hailstorm. You could play in zero degree weather. And Josh Allen's capable of playing in any of those conditions. And yes, the fact that Bill Belichick in the past of seeing Josh Allen for the third time in a pretty short space of time may mean Belichick has got has got good will mean Belichick seen what Buffalo can do and he's and has got plays capable of stopping him, A, and B, I'm not sure you looked at the uh, weather in uh, Orchard Park tomorrow night, but it is not supposed to be great. It's supposed to be like in the single digits with wind chills below zero. So Josh Allen's big home is going to come and play, and uh, I'm wondering if, he'll, if his Russian ability will be bigger part of that game tomorrow night. Number two, again, maybe a little bit of a surprise, but Joe Burrow absolutely crutched the Ravens and, and Chiefs. How, I mean, good Lord, how, how about this? Joe Burrow led the NFL in completion percentage as a second-year guy, a second-year quarterback. wasn't wasn't Aaron Rodgers, wasn't Tom Brady, wasn't Patty Mahomes, but Joe Burrow. Holy cow! I mean, what Joe Burrow has done this year. I knew Burrow would be great, but I didn't think he'd be this great, especially coming off the knee injury and with the Bengals having. A lot of young receivers. He has taken them probably two steps forward this year. I mean, maybe Cincinnati's a year early. But the Bengals, but the Bengals have got a ton of talent there with Jamal Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon. The Bengals. Yes. The Bengals have not won a playoff game. The biggest number for Cincinnati might be January 6, 1991. That was Cincinnati's last playoff win. Before, what, a 31-year drought. Now, without, without a playoff success, um, but Joe Burrow's more capable of giving Cincinnati his first playoff win of my lifetime. Yes, the Bengals haven't won a playoff game since I was born. Maybe that would change in the coin in the coin city. Heck, you know the jungle be rocking the morning. And then number three. Yes. It's gotta be Mahomes, right? I mean, let's see. If you discount the Super Bowl, Mahomes has has been almost unstoppable in these playoff games, throwing what 15. Averaging almost 300 yards, 15 touchdowns, no picks in AFC playoff games. He has not thrown a, a pick 
in an AFC playoff game, whether it be divisional or championship game. But you know what Patrick Mahomes has never done? That's playing a wild card on the weekend because, yes, Patrick Mahomes was on the Chiefs when Kansas City made its last wild card appearance, but he didn't play when the Titans beat the Chiefs when Alex Smith was under center. So, one other thing with a lot of these young quarterbacks that don't have playoff experience, well, Mahomes has got more playoff experience than anybody but but one but another quarterback in the AFC. So Mahomes will be fine and I expect him to play well and uh, would it surprise anybody if the Chiefs won in Pittsburgh on Sunday night? No. Number four, Derek Cole. I mean how I mean the Raiders have gone through one of the most one of the craziest seasons I've ever seen. Gruden gone. The trash the Henry Ruggs strategy yet Derek Hall has steered the ship. I mean look at last week against the Ray against the Chargers in the craziest game of the year. Derek Cole won it with timely throws. And yet yeah, is Derek Cole gonna overwhelm you with stats all the time? No. No, and it's funny because they're called through for 4,800 yards, 23 touchdowns. And how about Vegas coming into playoffs for four-game winning streak? But all four, I think all four of those games were by one score, including beating the Bronco, uh, Browns, Broncos, Colts, and Chargers. All four were playoff or playoff fighting teams. So, the Raiders going into the playoffs about red hot, and we know what Derek Hall is capable of. And number five, uh, Big Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, I can't. I, I'm glad Big Ben's playing in the playoffs one more time, but I don't know what to expect on Sunday night because this. This this is going to be interesting. I hope it's not a 52-10 blowout. But I'm hoping Big Ben's got one more up his sleeve. Because we all love watching Big Ben play. And the fact he somehow won the game against the Ravens last week. And getting this chance. I mean, you don't know if this is Big Ben's last game. But, I mean, a couple Super Bowl rings and... Hopefully, Big Ben's got Big Ben can get over the demons of last year's wild card game where he really, his interceptions didn't help Pittsburgh against the Browns. But you know, if the Steelers can keep that short passing game going, maybe they've got a chance to pull off a huge upset. There's always one a year, so we'll see. And uh, six, Mac Jones. I mean. Mac has done really well, really, really well for rookie. And yes, he won the national championship for Alabama last year. But we've seen where the Patriots have to score that Mac Jones really struggles against high-scoring teams. And if the Patriots can control the ball all of the first game with Buffalo, where Mac only threw three passes, yes. Three passes. 
Mac Jones is capable of winning those games. With the weather projected for Ultra Park tomorrow night, Mac Jones may be more of a it may be more of a replay of that first game where the Patriots rely on a heavy ground attack and New and Mac Jones throws maybe 15-20 passing. Will he throw three again? Probably not, but we'll see. Another thing, Matt Jones has not been the same away from Fox for six touchdowns, but six interceptions through a couple picks against Indy and really struggled, especially early last week in Miami. So can Matt Jones figure out how to win on the road? Because Matt's going to have to make one or two big plays. Can he make those plays? And now on to my picks. And, uh, boy, this first game's interesting because somebody's going to end a long playoff drought. I mean, the Raiders haven't won a playoff game since the 2 AFC Championship game. The Bengals haven't won a playoff game in my lifetime since I was born in July of 92. The Bengals haven't won since January of 91. But to me, the biggest question for the Raiders is how much gas does Vegas have after that exhausting overtime game with the Chargers on Sunday night? Because that Vegas defense is, <laughs> has got to be feeling, it. what, 88 snaps? And now you get Joe Burrow. So you go from Justin Herbert to Joe Burrow. Uh, yeah, Vegas got a great pass rush. We know what Max Carlson and company can do. Can Vegas produce pressure on Burrow? And then offensively, the Raiders the Raiders will try and run the ball. But we know what talking to, but Josh Jacobs is the key. Can he run 400 yards and keep Joe Burrow drinking Gatorade tomorrow night? And then for Cincinnati, can the Bengals handle the moment? A lot of these guys have never played in a playoff game. Can Joe Burrow handle the moment? We we know what he did at LSU two years ago, can he handle the moment? Because Joe Burrow has handled everything else this year. In the end, the Bengals are fresher, coming off a glorified bye week. They've got Bengals have got a better quarterback, and I think more of all weapons. I think Cincinnati wins this game probably by seven to ten points. I like the Bengals. And the second game tomorrow night, uh, New England and Buffalo. Oh, boy. First off, I think it's a very low-scoring game. Very low-scoring game with the weather, cold weather. Weather in Buffalo tomorrow night, I don't see the team really putting up points. I think it's a defensive battle. I think it's a game where both teams try and run the ball, limit mistakes, play field position, but in the end, one team's got Mac Jones, and the other team's got Josh Allen. I think Buffalo wins, but it's but it will probably be a low-scoring game. Now, and speaking of weather, in the first game on Sunday, with rain and wind for likely in Tampa, I think the Philly-Tampa game will be a, I wouldn't say fairly low-scoring game, but a modern Scoring game. Yes, the Eagles have got a great running attack. 
for Jalen Hurts and a bevy of tailbacks. And yes, Tampa's got a great rush defense. We know that. But with the weather and Philly's inconsistent passing, the Eagles want to try and run the ball. But the question is, will Tampa let them? And what I mean is, if the Bucks get ahead early, Philly, whether it's rainy, windy, or both, might have to throw anyway. So in the end, I think Philly can move the ball. The question is, can the Eagles score touchdowns and not kick field goals? And the Tampa is simple. Are the Bucks prime for another Super Bowl run, or, they too, or is Tampa too banged up? Because Tampa's got a bunch of injuries. I mean, Godwin's gone. Of course, AB's gone. But Leonard Fournette's coming back from a hamstring injury. Levante David, Shaquille Barrett, Jason Pierre-Paul. All coming back from injuries. If Tampa's healthy and right, Tom Brady's not affected by the rain or the wind, and finally a quarterback who hasn't played in. More bad weather games than the GOAT. Uh, I think Tampa wins, but would not be surprised if the Eagles kept this close. Potential backdoor cover, but I think Tampa wins. And now, maybe the most interesting game of Wildcard Weekend, San Francisco-Dallas. I mean, to be honest, I really like San Francisco in this game. First off, the Niners are coming in hot. We know what Jimmy Garoppolo can do. I really like Elijah Mitchell. Debo Samuel, whether running the ball, catching the ball, or as he did last week, throwing the ball, is a nightmare. Brandon Ayuk's got plenty of potential. George Kittle is... An amazing tight end, whether blocking you or catching passes. And the Niners' defense will make life hard for Dak. I think the Niners can get pressure on Dallas. I think they can limit Zeke running the ball. Then the question is, can the Niners stop Stevie Lamb and Amari Cooper? And for the Cowboys, the Cowboys have been a big play defense this year. A lot of turn, a lot of turnovers, a lot of sacks. But the secondary will allow its fair share of big play. So if the Cowboys are getting pressure, forcing turnovers, this game could Dallas will win. If Dallas is not forcing turnovers and Jimmy Garoppolo is clean, the Niners win. And I think San Francisco wins, but it's a go either way game. I think I would not be surprised if Dallas won, but I really like the Niners. And then the Sunday night game, Pittsburgh, Kansas City. I'm happy Pittsburgh's in the playoffs, but you got a very tough draw of Kansas City. We know what Mahomes and Andy Reid are capable of doing in the playoffs. Yes, the Chiefs are going in this game, banged up. Tyreek Hill with the heel. No Clyde edwards and Looks, Dale Williams may or may not play with his toe issue. But the Chiefs have got so much experience, and Andy Reid is not going to take any opponent lightly. He knows what the Steelers are capable of doing. Yes, Kansas City convincingly won, what, the week 15, 16? I think week 16. Yeah, the week 16 game, 36 to 10. And in that game, Travis Kelsey didn't play. 
So, Kelsey will be ready. Hopefully, Tyreek Hill will be healthier because he hasn't really been the same coming off the COVID list and dealing with the snag and foot heel injury. So, hopefully, he'll be ready. I think that, I think that, I mean, should the Chiefs, did the Chiefs want to be on wildcard card weekend? No, they'd rather be resting like the Titans and Packers. But I think the Chiefs win this game. I mean, it would be a shock of the Steelers one, but I think Kansas City wins quite comfortably. It may not take the final score, but Kansas City's the better team with the younger, probably healthier quarterback. So, and then the Monday night game. How about this? A Monday night wild card game between the Arizona Corners and, and LA Rams. I almost said St. Louis Rams, but. To be honest, like I said, with San Francisco and Dallas, I think it's a go-either-win game. For some reason, the road team won both means between these clubs. Arizona won week four in L.A., and then the Rams returned the favor on a Monday night in Glendale. But to be honest, there's more I, lo- I trust with L.A. The corners just... Seen befalling. Yes, Arizona's got an even one road record. Yes, Colin Murray is a dual threat. But to me, the fact that the LA Rams won games against Minnesota Vikings and Baltimore Ravens with Matthew Stafford throwing, what, five interceptions tells me if the Rams get hot, look out. And I think we'll see more of the Matthew Stafford from early in the year when he was an MVP candidate. Then the interception-prone Stafford. Plus, Matthew Stafford has got a playoff monkey on his back and needs it. It needs a playoff one. It would just give him more confidence. The Rams are more capable of winning three straight games. I think the Rams win, but I would not be surprised if Arizona wins. I think the Rams also cover playing at home. On Monday night, playing at home in what would be a Jack Sofa Stadium. And I don't think there will be San Francisco 49ers. There will be as many Arizona Cardinal fans as San Francisco 49ers fans were there last week. But I think LA wins. So I like Cincinnati, Buffalo, Tampa, San Francisco, Kansas City, and LA. Five home teams and one road team. You know, with how many road teams have won the last few years, I, I maybe I should have picked more road teams, but I like the home. I like most of the home teams, and in the end, I can't wait for Super Wild Card Weekend. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Get your popcorn, get your soda or beverage of choice. And maybe if you're in a cold area, maybe maybe get a little hot chocolate by the fireplace. You know, get ready for some great games this weekend because Super Wild Card Weekend is going to be fun, fabulous, and full of a sudden. So thanks for tuning in. Remember, subscribe, like, share the Big B podcast, Monkey Spectrum Sports YouTube page, and I'll see you later.